Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's a successful entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. And you can listen to all of my shows on most podcast platforms. And if you have Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, please subscribe. And if you like what you hear, a kind review really makes my day. Now, before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from online trading with tips and tools from investing experts to help you make the right moves in the financial markets. Coming up is a significant message from privacy. At last, great protection when you buy your stuff online, and I'm so glad I have them protecting me. Listen for a vital message from Candid, who's going to help you and me get a photo-ready smile for the holidays. Lastly, check out this message from Mint Mobile, who makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. More info on them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is about the gratitude formula with May McCarthy. Let's see what we can learn today. Here's some info on May. Multi-millionaire serial entrepreneur May McCarthy spent 33 years uncovering the mystery of how to rely on intuition to experience great levels of success, financial abundance, and freedom. She's a successful entrepreneur, angel investor, philanthropist, speaker and author who grew six profitable companies to as large as 250 employees and over 100 million in annual revenues. And at the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over. So stay tuned for that. Here we go. Hi, May. Welcome to the show. So great to have you on. It is indeed an honor to have this interview with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. And I must say the excitement is doubly mine. You've done so much. You've written some great books. You've run companies, hundreds of millions of dollars. I am in awe. My audience wants to learn from you. But before we get into that, everyone, here's the cliffhanger at the edge of your seats. May, we'd love to know, how did it all start? What's your backstory? (laughs) Well, I am the last of 10 children who grew up on the beach in Hawaii. And my folks were great. I mean, imagine trying to figure out how to raise 10 kids, right, in the 60s. And um, I was the youngest. And they were really pretty straightforward with us. They said, look, we have an obligation to raise you, to feed you, to clothe you, you know, to make sure you've got what you need to participate in sports and do well in school. But if you want something extra, then what you have to do is look around and find people that might have a problem that you can solve or that might need a convenience that you can create. And then you can facilitate a fair exchange of value. You can solve their problem and they can give you money. So I remember watching my older brothers and sisters do things like babysit, cut hedges, wash cars, you know, do all sorts of stuff, wash dogs (laughs) in order to facilitate this fair exchange of value. And I remember at six years old telling my mother that I figured out what the problem was that I could solve. Out in front of our house on the beach, there were a whole bunch of people that looked very, very thirsty. We didn't live on a public beach where there were bathrooms and drinking fountains and things. We were a private beach. And so there were lots of people that looked thirsty, and I thought that I could give them something cool to drink or a treat of some sort, and they would give me money. And so my mother helped me start my first business when I was six. I was a concession business. One thing I didn't plan on, though, Tony, is this idea of shrinkage, of inventory shrinkage, when my brothers and their friends would eat all my profits. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> but that was a good lesson as well. And from there, I had a number of businesses before I went off to college. And then in college, I started my first of seven businesses. And 
they've been in a variety of industries and I've been so fortunate to be able to have really successful people who have gone before me uh, serve as mentors, um, guide me and direct me, not only some secrets to their success, but also reasons that they had failures so that I could avoid some of those mistakes. This is very interesting. And as far as your brother and your friends, I don't think it was called shrinkage. I think it was called eatage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, May, for what you stand for now, your incredible brand, your empire, let's go into the start, the genesis of this, the vision that you had. Maybe you didn't know that you would be doing everything you are now, but what was that vision for what you're doing now and how did that come about? You know, ever since I was a kid, I've always really enjoyed helping people to succeed. Just, I love doing that. I remember in school, I would help kids that were struggling to, you know, do well in school. Uh, I would uh, give people projects to do as I started as a young entrepreneur to help them get self-esteem and, and high self-esteem and, and succeed at things. I love helping people with achieving whatever goals they have. And that's pretty much permeated through everything that I've done. I know that there's always a give and receive. So as I help people succeed, what I receive in return is just great satisfaction and joy in uh, being instrumental. Maybe, maybe I, in a lot of cases, what I would do is take something that seemed really, really complicated. And this is a talent I have in all my businesses. I would take things that sounded very, very complicated or, or technically, um, you know, deep. And I would figure out a way to explain it so that anyone's grandmother that was sitting at the table listening to the explanation would be able to understand it. And so that talent of taking complicated things and making them sound simple um, has helped me in business and it's helped a lot of people succeed. Very interesting on that. And it sounds like you're, well, actually you're, purpose to help others and see that others succeed is so strong. It just comes out and it's in your books on, on wealth and on gratitude and so forth, which we're going to get into in just a bit. And this purpose to help people, would you say that that is the purpose or to help people succeed? I just kind of want to draw that out a little sure. bit so that our audience can learn from this. And we actually have quite a few questions you would like to be, uh, you would like, or, and talking points you want to discuss on purpose. And maybe we could go from the beginning of how does somebody find their purpose? Okay, you, you like to help people. Would you say that that's the final purpose or can you add on to that? Well, purpose is why you're here to do what you do. Not what you do, but why you're here to do what you do. And I remember discovering mine when I was about 12. And that was to bless others and be blessed, which is essentially to help others and be helped to help, help others. Yeah, to help others succeed and to be successful. And each of my companies have had a purpose that is in alignment with me, the founder, and and a uh, you know part one of the partners or the CEO of the company. In my last company, our purpose was to save lives, and as we did, as we saved lives and helped our customers, we were of course, helped in return and profitable and, and uh, successful. So this idea of purpose, why do you exist, can be found uh, simply by answering three questions. If the first question is, what did I used to do when I was a little kid that I just lost hours and hours and hours doing having fun? I have a friend of mine whose name is Steve, and he used to love taking apart all sorts of small electronic appliances and the telephones and all sorts of stuff. He was just very curious. He'd take it apart and put it back together. And anytime vendors would come to the house to fix things, you know, plumbers and electricians and carpenters and painters and things, he would job shadow them and learn, 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 learn. He just loved that. When he got into high school, he could fix a lot of the things for his parents for free. And you know, he appreciated having all that feedback. So I recommend that people put a pad of paper somewhere nearby and over the course of about two weeks, answer that first question. What did I used to do when I was a kid that I just loved and lost hours and hours and hours? The second question is, what have other people 
told me that I'm really good at doing? You know, what have they said I'm good at doing? What talents have, and skills have they said have been important to them or that they've noticed? And again, you know, take a couple of weeks and answer that question and see what other people have to say about you. And then finally, the third question is, what do I think I'm really good at doing? And what do, what do I really enjoy doing? Over the course of two weeks, when you look at the answers in all three of those areas, there may be some common words or phrases or ideas. You know, circle those. And as you, as you do, write those common words, phrases, ideas on a separate piece of paper and then start playing with them. Start playing with them and, and putting them into some sort of form that can actually identify what your purpose is. In regards to my friend Steve, who liked to take apart electronics and fix things, his purpose is the why that he's here is to help solve problems and make other people's lives easier. May, on purpose, I've run into so many different ways of finding it and working on it. And I love what you say. And I think something that would also be helpful is purpose is what the person is really being. He's being a helper. He's being an educator. It's what you enjoy doing so much that it doesn't matter if you get paid for it or not. It's sort of like that passion that emanates from your core. And when couched in those terms, I think it may also help bring that purpose out. What does that person really like to do? And, and who is that person being? His reason, you know, his reason why. Yeah. Great book um, is Start With Why by Simon Sinek that goes into purpose for companies as well. And it's interesting because Ernst & Young actually funded a study that was published in the Harvard Business Review in 2015. And what they did was they surveyed almost 500 major corporate CEOs. And they found that those CEOs, those companies that had a clearly defined purpose statement and had all of their stakeholders to buy into it. And stakeholders are the employees, the vendors, the uh, customers, the investors, the uh, community, and your world. So all of these stakeholders, when they would buy into it, those companies that had a clearly defined purpose tended to be more profitable. And that was the case with us. You know, in my last company, for instance, I said our purpose was to save lives. And what that did was motivate our employees in a completely different way. They bought in, and so did our customers. They bought into this idea that we were all working together to save lives. Now, what we did was radically different. What we did was we created and developed software and we teamed it up with giant pieces of automated material handling equipment to automate the drug distribution process in hospital. That sounds very, very boring. However, saving lives, that's exciting. Yes, so that, that motivated and gave, gave some meaning for everybody that was related to our company. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about the gratitude formula with Mae McCarthy. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What would you do if you knew there was a place to learn step-by-step -step strategies designed to help you make the right moves in the financial markets, to develop skills that could help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? At Online Trading Academy, we know there's an investor in all of us, and we know how to teach people like you the skills and knowledge that could empower you to take better control of your financial future so you can spend less time worrying about life and more time living it. Start by taking our free intro class at a location near you. Learn about the biggest mistakes investors make and how you can learn to avoid them, plus strategies that could help you make your money work harder for you. 
For over 20 years, Online Trading Academy has been teaching skills designed to help you learn to invest with the confidence of the pros. Sign up for a free three-hour introductory class at otatrade.com slash Tony. That's a free class in your area. Register at otatrade.com slash Tony. Receive their professional insider's kit for attending otatrade.com slash Tony. This podcast is brought to you by privacy.com slash Tony. Privacy.com slash Tony lets you buy things online using virtual cards instead of real ones, protecting your identity and bank information on the internet. My neighbor's card just got hacked for $1,500. She should have used privacy.com slash Tony. You know, anytime we buy anything online, we give access to our personal information to merchants and their data partners. This happens without our clear consent. Security protection isn't always the most fun topic, but it's important to ensure that your online presence is safe and secure. Privacy.com slash Tony is a free tool that makes it super easy to manage your financial lives online without sharing your real banking information. That's why I recommend Privacy.com slash Tony to all my followers. Feel safe about making purchases anywhere online, especially on websites you're unfamiliar with or have never used before. Take control of your finances by setting a spend limit. Control your subscriptions and recurring payments. And there's no interest or annual fees. Head to privacy.com slash Tony to sign up and start shopping. As a special treat for my listeners, new customers will automatically get $5 to spend on your first purchase. Yeah, that's free money to use on any online purchase. Go to privacy.com slash Tony and sign up now. Sign up, check it out. Tell me how you like it. Tweet me at Tony D-U-R-S-O. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about the gratitude formula with Mae McCarthy. And at the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. May serves on business, philanthropic, arts, and university boards, and is the author of the best-selling books, The Path to Wealth and The Gratitude Formula. All right. And now back to the chat with May. Another great purpose statement, just to show the difference between why and what, is uh, from Kellogg's. We all know what Kellogg's does, right? They manufacture and distribute food products. And set aside whether you like the company or not, that's insignificant for this example. We know what they do. But they state that their why or their purpose is to nourish families so they can flourish and thrive. Now imagine. Sounds great. Yeah, imagine working on a a manufacturing line. You know, you show up every single day at the same time. You do pretty much the same job. You take your breaks at the same time. You go home. You know, kind of a repetitive routine. But imagine how much more passionate you'd feel knowing that what you're doing is actually nourishing families so they can flourish and thrive. That might motivate you just a little bit more. It makes one feel happier in that sort of a work environment because they're working towards a common good that they like for themselves and their family as well. Yeah. And how does this fit with you in what you've built in terms of your accomplishments, such as when you worked out your purpose to help save lives, did you have an objective? Did you say, I want to do this as part of it? I want to do that. What were you looking at at achieving? Well, we started the company to solve a problem, and the problem was that over 100,000 people were dying in hospitals because they were given the wrong medication. So as part, wow. yeah, as part of our, and that's every year, and as part of our solution, we thought hospitals would buy our solution just to save lives. But in fact, hospitals don't buy based on patient safety. What they buy on is whether 
they save money, whether they can make money, whether they can improve and make things more productive and efficient, but they don't buy just based on patient safety. So we, in our effort to continue to save lives and get this technology, what we did was we applied barcodes to every single medication as one of the minor things that we did. But for us, it was very major, but for the hospital, a little bit less so. But we um, installed barcodes, made sure every single drug had a barcode so that it could be scanned at patient bedside and compared to the actual prescription in order for that patient. So they can make sure that it was the right patient, the right drug, the right form, the right dose, and the right time. But what we had to do was we had to figure out a way to help the hospital save money, improve workflow processes, reduce inventory on hand, all of the things that you would expect an inventory management and distribution system to do. But why did we do it? We did it because we wanted to save lives. We wanted that 100,000 number to be zero. May, you may have mentioned this a little bit, but let's go into how do you believe we use our purpose to create our new goals and what we want to accomplish? Is there a way to tie that in? Absolutely. You measure, anytime you have a goal, you measure it against your purpose. And if you start a company, your company should also have a purpose and it will probably be pretty similar to your personal purpose if you're the founder and CEO or, or one of the founders. You'll measure every single goal you have against that. So let's say that my, since my purpose is to bless others and be blessed, to help others succeed and to be successful, for my author and speaking business, um, as an author and a speaker, my purpose is to elevate prosperity and freedom for all and to be prosperous and free. <laughs> you know, it's a give and take. So when I set goals for my company, when I set goals for myself, I measure it against, is this going to help others to be prosperous and free? And if it is, then yeah, it's a great goal. And maybe one of my goals has to do with um, a tremendous amount of money. Well, as I receive that money, is this going to help me help other people be successful and prosperous? Well, sure, because I can use that money to invest in companies that are young startups. I can use that money uh, to donate and help organizations that are helping people get back on their feet so they can contribute to society. I can use that to help schools with scholarships, you know, all of the things which I do right now, which those goals always align with my purpose. You'll know if something's out of whack in terms of a goal because it just won't feel right. Exactly. Yeah. It has to be aligned with that purpose and it has to be in sync. It has to be apples and apples with that goal. I call them long-term objectives or something that one wants to accomplish because the word goals, though, many of us understand it. we all have our own idea of goal. I've run into too many people that think goal is what you do in a day, in a week, or even a month. But here we're talking about something with more tenure, more long term. At least that's the way I look at it. You built an empire with a goal of what you saw in the future as accomplishing, as opposed to what you saw just doing in the next month and then ending off. Though there's many different definitions. So I sometimes use the word interchangeably quite a bit with the word objective. And I get that with that objective that one wants to accomplish in a couple years or so, how that purpose can be used as the barometer to compare and go, well, this is what I love to do. And this machinery or this device or this technology is going to help dispense this medication to the right people. That's going to help. And believe me, I know I have my own stories of wrong medication hurting others. I totally know how serious that is. So your purpose is you're dispensing the right medication to the right people in the proper time period to have that, which then helps that life as opposed to the wrong medication, which we've seen can really put a person downhill very, very fast. So there's that objective. Now, what got my attention also from this is in speaking with you about purpose, it appears, and this is a kind of a new thought perhaps for some but you can pull out and find various goals or objectives that ride against that. In other words, it's not just one thing. 
one item that follows that purpose. It could be multiple. Yeah. Goals, objectives, outcomes, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is that you want to do, that you desire to experience in your life, it has to be in alignment with your purpose for you to have the greatest satisfaction. I would never have the goal to be a professional singer. That just does not sing to my heart. That does not make me excited at all. But for many, it does. And they see that they can use this beautiful skill and talent that they have to entertain others. And maybe they even sing a song that reminds somebody in the audience of just a sweet, sweet memory. You know, what a gift that is to share with the world. So for others, they may have a purpose that I have come to share my gifts and help people be happy. It could be something like that for a professional singer. But for me, totally. that, that would never be a goal for me. It would never be a goal for me to be a professional golfer. I love to golf, but I don't have the talent nor the desire to put in the hours and hours and hours of practice. My, you know, 56-year-old body just does not, does not move. <laughs> and it's not as flexible as, you know, the 20-something-year-olds that are on the PGA Tour. So... For me, that would well, not for, be a goal. It, 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 there's nothing about being a professional golfer for me that makes my heart sing. So when you start to look at the big downfall, Tony, the big downfall is when people, instead of looking within to see what sings to their heart, they start comparing. They start looking outside uh, of them. They start looking outside of them and say, wow. That person's so successful. I wish I had that kind of success. Well, you may be absolutely miserable having that kind of success. That may just be the worst success that ever. I mean, I would never want to have so much success that I couldn't also continue to have my anonymity. I can walk anywhere. I can go to any grocery store. I can, I can do anything. And I can do that by myself and not feel at risk. Whereas people like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and stuff, you know, they've got to have bodyguards and things with them because they, and they've got to have those bodyguards around their kids and, and everybody that's meaningful to them because they're so much more at risk just because they have, they're celebrities and they have so much more money. And, um, you know, unfortunately there's a part of our society that, that wants to take advantage of that and do things that aren't ethical. So unfortunately, and part of what you said, I think, I think, and this is a, a nice way to look at it or a different way. It's what, find what you're not. You're not a singer and a golfer. And you know, I didn't know or realize that I wasn't an entertainer and I'm not a comedian and I'm not a storyteller. I didn't realize that until my wife just laid online and she said, you're great. You're wonderful, but you're not an entertainer, Tony. And I'm like, Really? I don't, I don't know, Tony. I think, you're, I think you're quite entertaining. Well, thank you. But it's, it's the odd radio host. I'm not out there singing and dancing. There's people that are really, really good for it. And I've written about 50 songs. And I've published one, which, I put, I, which is the intro and extra of my original podcast, which has been downloaded over a million times. So I guess I'm platinum on a single. Awesome. A little, little joke there. <laughs> I love it. But... I, I do this because I like it, but my main focus, and I don't mean I'm not, and I thank you for the compliment on being an entertainer, but it's really of, you're not, that's not where I'm looking to help and inspire people along my purpose. You're, not, bring you're not measuring your success in the same way that an entertainer would measure success. You're exactly. measuring your success by looking within and by looking at different kinds of numbers that are tools and feedback for you that determine your success. This is May McCarthy talking about the gratitude formula, and you can find her at maymccarthy.com. And I'm going to spell that May, M-A-Y, McCarthy, M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y.com, maymccarthy.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the check continues about the gratitude formula with Mae McCarthy. But first, 
It's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Let's talk about the holidays. I know, I know, it's crazy early to talk about the holidays, but if you're like me, you don't want to go through another holiday season taking closed mouth photos while everyone else is grinning ear to ear. That's why I'm getting my photo-ready smile now with clear aligners from Candid. Candid's aligners can help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. Treatment takes just six months on average. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. And Candid ships your aligners directly to you, so there's no hassle of going to an orthodontist's office. And Candid costs 65% less than braces. And it's really easy to sign up, tell them your needs, tell them what you want, fill in the form, and then before you know it, you get the kit. And so easy to apply. Okay, you got all this? Candid makes clear aligners that fit your budget and your lifestyle. I'm going to have a photo-ready smile by the holidays. You can too. Go to candidco.com slash Tony and use code Tony to get $75 off. That's C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O dot com slash Tony. Code Tony for $75 off. Candidco.com slash Tony. Code Tony. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about the gratitude formula with Mae McCarthy. And at the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. All right. And now back to the chat with Mae. Mae, as this is about the gratitude formula, we've, I believe, just set the stage. Let's go into your great book, which has the same title, The Gratitude Formula. And let's talk about this. And perhaps you could tie gratitude into the purpose. Well, terrific. I wrote the gratitude formula after I wrote my first book called The Path to Wealth. I got emails and and messages and tons of social media feedback and people coming to different events all over the world that I would speak at. And lots and lots of people were having great success achieving the things that they desired, you know, the experiences that they wanted, the and, and even some stuff. But they were giving up on goals that they didn't think were possible. And I, I wanted people to know that success is just a system. It's not a secret reserved for only a few. And that the same kind of success that they had with achieving other outcome, they could have achieving anything that they wanted. And what they had to do, however, is not just use the daily practice that I talk about in the, in the path to wealth, but also they needed to work on shifting beliefs and recognizing how powerful they are. Now, all of us are incredibly powerful in terms of accomplishment. I mean, think back, Tony, do you remember riding a bike, learning how to ride a bike? I do. I have felt many times and I just never gave up on it. It, it turns out to be the bike I was trying to ride was a very tall bike made for adults. And when I found one made for kids, it was a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you learn to ride a bike, you had determination and you practiced and you practiced and you practiced every day. In addition, you saw and talked to other people, maybe some were your friends, maybe some were your family, your neighbors. You talked to people that were riding bikes successfully. You looked at them, you watched them, you saw how they did it. And the same thing happened when you learned how to read. You 
struggle do you sound out every single letter and put it into a word and then a sentence and a paragraph and a story? And now you can skim entire pages and get the same understanding, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing about that crazy keyboard that's not even in alphabetical order when you learn to type. I mean, that scared me. I looked at that and thought, oh, no. And now you probably know people because they practiced and because they knew that it was possible. They saw other people typing. Now you probably know some people that can type as fast as we can talk. I do. Yeah. I used to be, I'm self-taught, by the way. I went to the library, got a book on typing at 19 years old. I started working in a corporation as a typist. I love it. I just so. <laughs> I love it. Who would have thought? <laughs> right. So there are two key elements in terms of succeeding. The first is to revisit your goals, your objectives, your outcomes that you desire every single day. Revisit those first thing in the morning. If you do that, if you program your brain with your desired outcomes first thing in the morning, you're going to start to notice all day long opportunities to take some action, to take some steps along a path to achieve those goals. If Let me drill that down a little bit to make sure that our audience understands it and that I understand it. First thing in the morning, you suggest we focus on a longer term desire or a daily or Can you kind of break? Go ahead. Okay. So I believe that everyone should have a goal or desired outcome or an objective. You can call it whatever you want in at least six major areas of their life, their finances, their health, their relationship, their use of skills and talents and, you know, their work or their volunteering or whatever role they happen to play in life their recreation, and their spiritual connection. And whatever that means, I call some of my practice, my daily practice, spiritual, because it relies heavily on something that you can't see. And that's intuition. Intuition is that gut instinct, that strong thought, that uh, message that comes through somebody else that just happens to resonate with you. Those kinds of things are tools that many of us use for success. And I'm not the only one. Bill Gates said, often you have to rely on intuition. And Steve Jobs agreed when he said that you actually have to have courage to follow your heart and intuition. And even Oprah Winfrey, one of the most influential women of our time, she said that she's listened to that still small voice of intuition her whole life. The only time she's made mistakes is when she didn't listen. So what I ask people to do is every single morning set aside about 25 minutes to have a gratitude meeting. And what they're going to do is sit down, read something that's inspirational, maybe a short story for about five or 10 minutes about other people achieving the kind of success that you want. You know, as you start to make that more familiar and welcome to you, you're going to start to shift your beliefs into possibility. The second thing is to write a gratitude letter. Just, I'm so grateful for these things that I have. And I'm so grateful for these things that I want. But here's the key, Tony. When you're describing something that you want, in this practice, I want you to change your word to describe gratitude for what you want as though you already have it. I love that. So instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to be debt-free, You would say, I'm so grateful that I'm physically fit, trim, toned, energetic, in a pain-free body that easily moves through life. Or I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm financially free and using my skills and talents in remarkable and fulfilling and satisfying ways. And I'm rewarded financially for it. I have all the money that I require, desire, and more to do whatever I want, whenever I want, in the manner that I want. This is spiritual because I actually got something on a different level from what you just said. This is so cool. Dear audience, listen to this again. I know I've said this before in other interviews, but this is really the good stuff. This is amazing. You guys got to do this. Be grateful for it as if it's already there. Just like I talk about when I say to create your vision and put and look in the future. The key is always 
as if it's already happened. You're looking at it. You're describing it. And here it is, regardless of whatever debts you may have or physical situation, look at it from the point of view of its ideal, its optimum, its everything you want. I love it. You're the first person I believe that I can recall, and I don't think I forgot anything, where I've heard it so succinctly, so nicely said, May. This is great. I love it. We're not done yet. So you're going to write. Oh, but wait, but wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) So that that second step is you write out that gratitude letter. The third, and that you should be able to do that in about 10 minutes. Okay. Then the third step is to take what you just wrote and speak it out loud. Read your letter out loud. What that will do is anchor the meaning more fully within you and really give marching orders to both your subconscious and the source of intuition. What you're doing when you're proclaiming that something is already done with gratitude, your subconscious and intuition go on high alert. And all day long, they are filtering billions and billions of pieces of data that are trying to get into you, that are trying to make themselves known to you. They, They filter it. And they illuminate those things that are in alignment with your goals. And they give you that step to take on a path to achieve your goal. Okay, so that takes five minutes, the speaking it out loud. And then for the final five minutes of your 25 minutes, take one of your goal, one of them, and play the movie of you being in the completed goal in your mind's eye. So shut your eyes. And see yourself. What are you experiencing? Who are you with? Where are you? See yourself in that movie, that imagery. This is not visualization because a lot of times visualization is a static image. This is imagery. And a lot of U.S. uh, Olympic athletes and their coaches are now really promoting the use of imagery over just a static image of somebody with a gold medal. Because that way they can feel and sense everything that's around them. The crowd, you know, applauding and yelling and screaming because they won the gold. And and that feeling of victory and success. So you see yourself in that completed goal and what your life is like. The bonus of doing that is you will have better words the next day to describe it in your gratitude letter. So you'll do these four steps every single morning. It takes about 25 minutes, maybe 30 if you spend a little extra time, but no more than that. I set my alarm on my microwave when I do my uh, practice every morning. And I've been doing this for years and years and years. And I can tell you it is a tool for success. This is the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about the gratitude formula with May McCarthy. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. I love the kit. I love all the goodies that they have. It was so easy to install, so easy to set up. And before I knew it, my phone was on Mint Mobile and I'm spending 15 bucks a month. I absolutely love it. That's right. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. And every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. And you keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts if you want. Hey, ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash Tony. That's Mint 
mintmobile.com slash Tony. Cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Tony. Sign up and tell me how you like it. Tweet me at Tony D-U-R-S-O. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about the gratitude formula with Mae McCarthy. And at the end of this interview... I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. May appears on radio and television all across the country and is featured in numerous print publications, including Inc.com, Fast Company, and Working Mother. And now back to the chat with May. And lots and lots of people, as I mentioned earlier, have contacted me and said that they've had great success. But some of them have contacted me and said that they've given up on a couple of their goals. Because they felt really, really fraudulent. You know, here they are describing something is already done. And there's something in their brain that's, you know, in their emotions that are saying, I'm such a fraud. And this is why I wrote the gratitude formula. Because this is the second part of it where we make what we want familiar and welcome. Where we shift our beliefs to possibility. So what ends up happening, Tony, is when we have a goal that's bigger than anything we've experienced before or different than anything we've experienced before. Our brain ends up looking at that, and our brain remembers every single time in the past that we've had a goal that we didn't achieve, and it remembers how disappointed we were. So in an effort to protect us from disappointment, it puts those intuitive messages on mute so that we'll give up on the goal and we'll be safe. So what we have to do in order to get those messages off mute is to start familiarizing ourselves with people's stories who have already achieved that success. You know, maybe your goal is to have harmonious relationships. Maybe there's an estranged family member and you would really like to heal that relationship and have a great relationship. Well, go find some stories about people that did that. As you, Inspiring. Start, as you start to read stories about how people achieve their success in any area of life, what your brain will start to recognize is, wow, if they could do it, I could do it. There's nothing, I mean, there's not much this different from them and me. I mean, if they could do it, I could do it. All we have to do is get to the point where we think something's possible, not how, not how to do it. But just that it's possible, when that happened, then we will start to notice those illuminated steps that our subconscious is trying to show us, and we'll notice those intuitive messages that are trying to get through to guide us. So making what we want familiar and welcome is really important. And I have a a cute short story if, if you'd like to hear it. I'd love to hear everything you say. I'm like mesmerized. I'm like... Oh, was I supposed to say something? I'm like, so like soaking this up and I want to hear that story, but also I want to make sure that we let the audience know how to get your book. And if there's anything else you have, if there's any audio version, if there's any class, if there's any course, if there's any sticker, if there's anything, because we just want to devour this. This is great. So I want to make sure I go into that. But first things first, Let's go have this story. Okay. So I have a friend of mine who is a scientist. She works for a cancer research center. And uh, she attended one of my workshops. And my workshops are all over the country. And the the public ones are listed on my website on the events tab. So she attended a workshop and she achieved all sorts of goals. And she was so happy. And then she told me she was going to give up on one of her goals. And I said, what was it? She says, well, I want to be a professional singer. And I want to do that part-time and get paid for it. And I looked at her and I said, well, first of all, can you sing? (laughs) So she sang and I got goosebumps. I mean, she's really good. And she said, and I asked her about her past, you know, how, how has singing, you know, been in her life since she was a kid. 
And she's always the one in her family that everybody has to sing at weddings, birthdays, you name it. When she was in college, she would go to karaoke with her friends and her friends love showing her off. And I mean, she just loves, loves, loves to sing. And so as I delved deeper, what I learned was that when she was a kid, I asked her, did you ever think you'd like to be a professional singer? And she said, yeah. And I told my parents about it and they told me I was foolish. They told me I was silly. They told me that that what I needed to do is get a sensible degree and a sensible job and plan for a secure future and have a steady paycheck and being a singer and getting paid for it is silly. If I wanted to be a singer as a hobby, great. But to get paid for it, it's silly. Well, she carried that hidden belief with her the whole time throughout life. So every time she had a goal to get paid for singing, remember, that's silly and a foolish idea. So she had to change that belief. Now, in our brains, what's happening, Tony, is that we have neural pathways. And that belief is associated with a very, very deeply grooved neural pathway that says singing for money is foolish. So what she had to do is strengthen a different neural pathway that says singing for money is fine. So I had her go read a bunch of stories and go to clubs, meet singers, find out about their journeys. And after a couple of months, what she realized was, wow, if they could do it, I could do it. Well, she found herself at this fundraiser for her research organization, and she saw a trio in the corner performing, and she inched over, and she was watching the woman singer. And right there, she said, I could do that. I could do that. I can sing as good as her. Right then, her brain said, fine, you believe it's possible, and took intuition off mute. She got all sorts of creative ideas to go places, to meet people, all sorts of stuff. And she found herself at one event and noticed this man across the room who somehow weaved through the crowd, came up to her, put his hand out. Hi, I'm so-and-so. And they had a nice conversation. During the conversation, he said, I've been asked by my community to put on, you know, some sort of entertainment at our community center. And I have a budget for entertainment. Well, right then her gut is yelling at her. Tell him you're a singer. Tell him you're a singer. (laughs) So she blurts that out. And he says, great, come audition. She got her first paying job. Now she she sings part-time all the time and, and gets paid for it. And she's loving it. But she still is a cancer research scientist. And she loves that, too. That's such a great story. Wow. Inspiring. That just goes to show, audience, you can literally really do anything you want. It's not pie in the sky. It's not airy-fairy. There are steps to it. Please listen to Mae McCarthy talking about the gratitude formula. And you can find her at MayMcCarthy.com. That's M-A-Y-M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y.com. And one of the goodies that she has is there's a workshop tab or an event tab where you can find workshop. She's going to be at in the future. If she's going to be anywhere near a couple hundred miles from you, Book that day, guys. This is how you're going to change your life and take your business, your startup, your company, whatever you have, up another level. This is not for people who are, oh, I already know what I'm doing. This is to take you up another level, up another couple of levels. So please do that. Please check this out. May, this is so cool. Anything else about what you have, your workshop, your book? Oh, sure. Lay it on us. What else? If they go to MayMcCarthy.com, there are a bunch of free videos. There's free chapters of my books, so they can take a free test drive and see how they like it. And uh, lots of other materials to learn from. They're available on MayMcCarthy.com. I also, I have to tell you, Tony, I have a couple of events that are coming up, but one in particular that I'm so excited about is going to be in January 2020 at Unity Village which is sort of a uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, spiritual campus. And it's about 35 miles outside of Kansas City. And what we're going to do, I know that seems like a very cold part of the country in January, but we're there to work. And we're going to be doing for two nights and three days, we are going to be working on success goals for 2020 so that by the time people leave there and hit December 31st, 2020, they can turn around and look back and just marvel at how they were led to achieve all of those things that they planned for in January of the same year. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have a lot of fun. 
that's monumental to actually have a goal in January of which we have, that's the time people do the resolutions and we all know it. It's every day. We all hear how majority of people do not do or fulfill or comply with or complete the resolutions. And this is a surefire. If you guys stick with it, if you guys can make that Kansas City event, you have you, the odds are in your favor. The high odds, very high. Vegas won't bet on it. The odds are in your favor that you're going to come out at, by, at the end of 2020 with your goal completed and you're sailing along. In fact, I guarantee if you guys put your heart into it, you would do that. Because I understand a lot of what May has said, and she's five companies now, multiple companies, seven million dollars, seven, excuse me, I stand corrected, seven companies. Listen to someone, listen to those that have done it, that are successful, and her job, her purpose comes through is to help you, help you go up. So take that help. That's what my show is all about, is to connect you with great, successful, and elite entrepreneurs. May McCarthy is definitely one of one of them, one of one of the big ones here. Follow through. And I want to hear that. Like you got mobbed at Kansas City. You got to tell me about it. <laughs> I will. I will certainly do that. It's it's gonna be a really empowering event. I am so excited about it. I've done similar retreats and it's shocking to me at how people achieve what they planned on and so much more. It's so rewarding to help people achieve what they desire. Because success, like I said earlier, Tony, success is not a secret. It is a system. And it's a system that any of us can use. And we already have in many things that we did when we were a kid. And then somehow we forgot to remember to remember how powerful we are. And so, because we've been told too many times, no and can't. Exactly. And And this this is going to help erase all of that from your past. We're going to bless 2019 and and all of the years before and uh, achieve a completely new level of success for 2020. I love it. And, May, as far as a personal habit, this is first thing we're going to do every day is get up, we're going to write down what we're gratitude for, we're going to say it out loud and we're going to visualize it like it's a movie of something that's already happened. And of course, I know we have to read your book and get into what you have available on your site, but those are some of the, did I say that right so far to kind of recap that a little? You sure did. And then also to make what you want familiar and welcome. And that simply means find other people or read about their stories. If you have a goal to have a new experience to achieve a different kind of success. And it's really singing to your heart and in alignment with your purpose, then find other people who have achieved similar success and read their stories, meet them if you can, so that your brain and you know that it's possible. That's all you have to do is get to the point where you know it's possible. And then your subconscious and intuition will go ahead and point the way. I like that. And I like what you said earlier about, I believe, take that intuition off of mute because it's heard the negative too many times. And once it starts seeing and resonating with the positive, that intuition goes off mute. And now it's sort of like a superpower that you now have that you can use. You've taken that kryptonite away from Superman and he can like do his stuff now. (laughs) That's good. All right. May, thank you so much. Very inspirational. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. To my visionary audience, thanks so much for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took her vision to reality. I really hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this. I learned so much. The insights were so valuable. How did you like this interview? The Gratitude Formula with May McCarthy. She starts right out the gate with some great advice on creating a fair exchange of value and figuring out a problem she could solve. Shrinkage, how funny is that? Did you ever experience something like that in your business? I noticed also right out of the gate that May really focused on her purpose line very early in her life. I see this throughout all of her successful businesses. She found her purpose at the age of 12. When can you say you really found your purpose? What did you do in your youth that you spent hours and hours doing because you loved it? May found her purpose along that line. 
Do you job shadow anyone because you just love what they do? Did you dig out your pad of paper yet that may advise in the first nine minutes to write down what you love to do as a kid? That's question number one. Question two, what do other people say you're good at? Have you made a list of that yet? Question three, what do you think that you're really good at and what do you really enjoy doing? Any common words, phrases, or ideas in all three? A good book reference here on Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Did you zone into Kellogg's Why? Interesting. Sounds great, right? Do you measure your purpose against your goal, your vision? Does your business purpose align with your personal life's purpose? Have you worked out your vision in alignment with your purpose? May's book is incredible. I highly recommend you get it and hunker down, zone in, and apply it. And last but not least, I love the morning gratitude meeting followed by the gratitude letter. Did you make notes of that? I would love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Tell us, tell the world, tweet me at Tony, D-U-R-S-O. Now, grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And please follow me on social media. You can find most of those links on the homepage at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com. And if you have iTunes or access to any Apple device, look me up, Tony, D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks and remember, success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 